0: everybody welcome to the yes I'm still silver podcast I'm John Rabin and it's good to see you guys metaphorically speaking here we are again this is uh, episode 154 and uh, it's it's been a week so far it's hot which means my warehouse job um, which I've been working there almost six months now but uh this is the first time it's like oh let's see what the warehouse is like in the summer well it's gonna be something let me t- <laughs> uh, uh, drink lots of water yes i'm i know thank you i will uh, i will certainly do that um it's going to be in the 90s the rest of the week here in Austin, Texas. And that's just the uh, the way it is. I hope that you are staying semi-cool. If you're a sober person, I hope you're staying sober. And if you're not a sober person, I hope you're staying uh, sane, going out as everybody's doing. Uh, it seems everybody's got that you know, people either lost their ass during the pandemic or they saved a bunch of money and now they've got that pandemic money burning a hole in their pocket and they're like, we just we, we just got to do things. You sure you don't want to stay home tonight? No, I don't want to stay home ever again. Hmm. I don't know. Hope you're enjoying yourself. That's all I'm saying. I've got a couple of shows coming up. Shows. Uh, sets. I've got uh, spots on... Uh, some smaller shows Monday and Tuesday of next week should be fun kind of work on some stuff figure out uh, how I want my bits to go um, not you know I'm thinking about my end game uh, my end game you know death no I'm thinking about the goal uh, putting together a show what I what I want to do because I because I've looked at it, and uh, with the, and I've talked about it before, but the, the comedy scene here in Austin, Texas has kind of, has grown exponentially um, with uh, Joe Rogan and, and company moving here and declaring, this is a great place for comedy and it's going to be a mecca for stand up. Great. Uh, now, by doing that, uh, a bunch of uh, losers have moved here. <laughs> no, I'm It's uh, No, yes, actually a bunch of losers A bu- bunch of good people have moved here A bunch of losers have moved here uh, A bunch of people who aspire to uh, Be good Because it's like, you know Kind of a It's like, well, this has got this is where I'm going to go to make it Even though things have changed The way that the comedy business has changed um it it didn't change for years and it was the same the same gatekeepers the same kind of thing and you had to do uh you know and then it changed a little bit uh you know how, how do you become successful and now it's just wide open now it's it's a matter of um you know you don't need anybody if you can get a following if you can get fans online you can do it from anywhere you don't have to go to LA you don't have to go to New York um, but you still have to somehow generate an audience and, and get followers and fans during a time where everybody's producing content and I use air quotes when I say content now I'm not saying that my content is better. And that other people put out shit. I'm not saying that. I'm aware of the amount of effort I put into my podcast. Which is I put in a lot of effort during the time that I record it. And then I post it for you to, to hear. And if you like it, great. And I love you for that. And if you don't like it, it's, it's a million other podcasts to listen to. Go find one. That's just the way it is. And so it's as somebody who's done stand-up comedy for 24 years give or take some time off for you know addiction issues and uh, and that whole going to jail thing um, I am not in the mindset and in the mood to try to break into new Uh, social circles within the comedy world and like, Oh, I wonder if I can break into this new club that's about to open, you know, do my time and go to open mics, hopefully be seen and be a hungry new uh, comedian at 47. I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't think I have the patience. Um, It's not something that that appeals to me. You know, I'm not a uh, young comic in their 20s trying to work out, uh, what is my voice? I have a voice, and it is sarcastic and dry. It's, it's more of a, just a, you know, I like performing, and let me just find spots where I can perform while I work out um, a show to create. And um, But it's, it's, it's very disheartening when you look at the number of people that are doing comedy like it's like uh, but there's so many people names i don't recognize so many people in just this city alone when i used to know everybody and now i don't know you know 70 percent of the people and you just look at it and you're like what's the you know it's it's overwhelming but uh so it's been kind of uh taxing trying to figure out you know being in my own head and going what the fuck am i going to do now like it's uh but but the uh you know taking taking time off from life uh in 2020 i don't know putting things in perspective it's like okay you know you don't have to jump through hoops and you don't have to do the same thing like i mentioned before on on this podcast about uh how you know a scene and. Being social and forging relationships, like if you don't have to do it, if you don't want to, like that's the whole thing about the way the uh, the culture is now um, with social media and everything. Is that you can, if you can figure out a way to do it, you don't have to do it the old way. The problem that I have, no longer about me. Now, just as an observation to everything else, here's what's weird to me: is that. Now you have... No more is it that you have to... Selling out at one point, as a comedian, would be to change your material for network TV. Clean it up. Take those expletives out. You can't say the F word on The Tonight Show. Yeah, but it's Jimmy Fallon. You still can't say the F word. Really? Even if the host is Jimmy Fallon? It's NBC. NBC. I put me on YouTube. I don't give a shit. More people watch it on YouTube than on NBC. Sorry, you have to clean up for network. Mm. Oh, don't talk about that. Don't, don't talk about that. Um, so it used to be like where you had to compromise and like, and now 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 what's selling out is is literally selling out. It's doing advertising on your podcast people that have a following that make money want to make more money not doing comedy shows they've got a lot of people who listen to them they could do a Patreon they probably do Patreon some of them but uh, their podcast they'll they will do ads in it like right in the middle of the podcast like multiple times it's annoying and they're reading the ads for their own stuff it's you know I get it its it's not that I'm saying they shouldn't but it sucks, doesn't it? Then it, and you know, it's at least, man, at least when Bill Burr reads his ads, you know, he's just he's just kind of like half-assed reading it and talking shit about the advertisers while he's reading it. You can tell, but man, it's just it's just so, you know, you you just want to hear uh, two ex-alcoholic comedians talk, and then it's all like, oh, let me sell you a mattress you know and simply safe hey everybody here's simply safe I use it no you don't no you don't you just use the money they give you to say that you use it it's just it's a different you know and it only and that's the thing is that if you're older you realize it really like like past a certain age we all kind of see this and, and find all of the whole you know the advertising you know pay me and uh, you know and i'll sell out for you i'll be your little puppet and uh you know we we see that you know and we see this branding thing it's all like oh it's do whatever you can for followers and likes and attention and you know create and like people younger than like at a certain point like this generation this generation no but like like they figured it's like normal to them but you know in my day you actually had fans because you were funny and you created something worth watching not because you turned yourself into you know uh, what you know what does the status quo like I'll do that how do I how do I put uh, what kind of font should I put on the uh, the screen grab on my YouTube video that'll really? What kind of obvious text can I put on there that'll really make people click? What clickbait title can I title my YouTube video to get me the most views? How do I avoid being demonetized on my YouTube video so that I can actually make twelve to fifteen dollars uh, for this video? That's just maddening. It's maddening to me. But, uh, you know, this is where we are. So, I apologize for taking us way off track from either talking about me or talking about uh, recovery and addiction or anything. You, know, you don't care. You, you're not here because I follow a format. You're here because I amuse you for half an hour or you find me interesting. Or you subscribed and you're just lazy and you haven't unsubscribed. Well, if that's the case, do me a favor and don't unsubscribe because I've, I've got a core audience. You guys are with me every week and I don't want to lose you. I'm codependent and I'm happy to admit that. Thank you. All right, I should, I'm just going to go right into it because clearly... You saw the title of this particular episode, so you know that I'm going to say it at some point. So let me get it out of the way. Don't make amends. Just pay, pay people back. Now, where that came from, it, it came from a couple of things. This this came up. Um, but related to it, it started with, it came out of a conversation that started with a friend of a friend who knew of me, but doesn't know me. We've never had a conversation. And yet, they wanted to have a conversation with me about moderation. Now, the reason they, they were like, hey, can you get your friend John on the phone? I'd like to talk to him. Now, by the way, they Requested to talk to me in the middle of being wasted at about 2 in the morning. This is what I heard, which I've, talk, I've, I've brought that up before about how um, if anybody tries to get in touch with me to talk to me about addiction or about how, how to get clean and sober, I always have them contact me again during the day when they're sober. So, like, you know, if you're clear eyed and you still are interested, then contact me and nobody ever does. Anybody who ever contacts me in the middle of the night never contacts me the next day. I think they feel embarrassed or they're like, no, I was just having a moment. I'm fine now, um, which is just the case. So it's so and that this was the case, the same thing with with this particular person. But what was funny to me was, that's what they asked. They didn't want to talk about recovery. They were like, eh, I want to talk to them about moderation. And I got to say, I don't know anything about moderation. <laughs> Clearly, this is how I ended up who I am and some of the choices that I've made. And having a podcast named what it is. I don't know anything about moderation. You might as well be asking me about childbirth. I don't know shit about that either. You know. Hey John, do you know all the parts of the uh, female anatomy? I don't. Like on the like 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 a chart, you know, with all fill in the blanks, with all the arrows pointed to the different parts of the you know uterus, ovaries, all that stuff. I. Yeah, moderation is the same thing for me. I don't know. I, I don't have that. It would be nice. Why don't you tell me about moderation? Anyone out there? How do you do it? How do you know when to say when? Yeah, I know. I'm not going to finish this beer. What? You're not going to finish that beer the fuck is wrong with you like i don't know you figure that out just like it's just no my body says no it says i've had enough it's just it's it's in me i'm uh it's great good for you i have no idea i found that funny so that conversation uh that started like this conversation we were kind of talking um me and uh, a friend of mine and, uh, but we were talking about the different, you know, and they, and they asked me about, they're like, you didn't do the 12 steps. And I said, no, no. And then they proceeded to go, yeah, I, I don't, uh, you know, it's it seems kind of, uh, because, because they had the same impression that a lot of people have of 12 steppers and the rooms and everything else. And, and it's, uh you know which comes from truth but it's not the whole truth um and all that so you know i i definitely didn't want to uh participate in in bashing aa or any kind of 12 step program that's not that's not i don't you know i see the benefit people you know because if you believe it it work and work it, it, it i mean it, it works it, you know that's their slogan is that keep you know keep coming back it it works if you work it which is legit the same for everything if you believe in it and you do what you're supposed to it works that's yeah that's 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 the case for a lot of things um cuz it is it's it's all about you know psychology and all that shit but I did have, yeah. I did talk to them. We were talking about the amends part because that—that's always that's the one thing that I object to. I don't like it. I think it's sloppy. It's you know, I I brought it up on this podcast before about how it's disingenuous. Just the idea of you know, you should be able to you know making amends with somebody is something that you do to uh, to make things right. Not to alleviate guilt. Alleviating guilt is self-serving. Uh, doing it because it's the next step on your list is disingenuous. So you're, it's either self-serving or disingenuous. Neither one of them is, uh, is attractive. And, or I, I feel healthy. So here's my thing. If you want to make things right and you have a list, because one of the steps is, you know, you make a list of everybody you, you, you fucked over. And then the next one is, you know, to make amends with them unless in the case that, you know, by you'll cause more harm by getting in touch with them and all that stuff, bringing up um, old wounds. Here's my – and my view on this is is, is I actually – you know, I a lot of times I think most things that are hard – to explain it, you know, most things are complicated. Amends, I don't think, is very complicated. This is actually something, and this is just my belief. This is what I believe, everybody. You don't have to believe this, which is the case of everything that I say. You don't have to believe anything that I say. You make a list, if you have a list of people that you fucked over and you want to make amends, all you have to do is pay them back. That's, like financial, like monetarily, that's what you do. You owe people money, you pay them back. If people get money back from you, they know you've changed. They'll be like, "Holy shit!" Because they've already written you off, and they've already written off that you would that that money. They they don't expect to get that money back. If you don't owe them money, they either are just happy that you're not dead and that you're you're working on yourself. That's enough for them. Or they don't give a shit about you. They've cut you out of their life completely because you were such a piece of shit to them. And rightfully so, more than likely. So you don't need to contact them. So there's no I got to make it right. They'll come to you if you know it's over there's no making it right you you've you fucked it up already like if they come back around to you like yeah you know he's okay then you know you can talk it out you know if if you run into them and and you want to talk it out you talk it out but you don't go to them because the list tells you to you go i'm gonna scratch it off here just pay them back just give them money that's the that's the only amends you got to do well i can't afford that well then work on that you want to do right you give them money man people getting money that they didn't expect well man they will forgive so quickly with cash in their pocket that they didn't expect i mean you will be a fucking hero like that's that's how that's all you gotta do. It can't. It doesn't have to be that hard. Making the money is the hard part. You know, getting to a spot where you can just go, "Hey, here's all that money that uh, that I took from you when I said that." Uh, oh, my cat needs an operation, and then you went and bought drugs with it. You know, that's that's all you gotta do. It's not easy. It's an easy solution, but it's not easy to. Uh, to execute, right? But it's that's how that's how easy it is to figure it out. You just give them money or you don't do shit with that. Huh? I'm telling you. You know what I ought to do? I, man, I really ought to just... When I get... Uh, the next time I get asked about somebody who's who's not into like oh i i'm looking for a recovery program but i just don't like that whole 12 step thing i think it's lame and the thing about it is is that you really have to understand that when you go from being this massive alcoholic or drug addict or both in my case who uh to not being that, it's going to be lame in your old way of thinking. So what you have to do is you have to find a lame that you're comfortable with. Right? So if, so you have to figure out, and that's, that's the problem I think with the with the 12-step programs now is because they are outdated. Um, you know, because it's, it's, what, it's 100 years old? Is it 100 years old yet? It's close. It's getting close. It's like 80, 90 years old, the big book. Um, so, like, so the way, you know, what people think of people being in recovery and having to go to these, meetings that they find depressing and having to continue to work the steps and never ending and it just it feels it's it feels lame and it doesn't sound like a very it sounds like a miserable life. And the thing about that is is that well that's there's no rules that says that you have to do that. You can find your own you have to find your own way or figure it out to where What is it that is beneficial to you to keep you sober? Right? But you have that's the whole thing is finding a lame that you're all right with. You know, there's You can't be cool all your life. (laughs) I mean I mean, didn't the pandemic didn't that didn't that one thing kind of make us all see see that like we all do lame shit we all like lame stuff you know with all this time like staying inside you know you you watched and listened to lame stuff stuff that was uncool basic I mean it's you have to you know it's okay to do basic bitch shit it really is I mean that's that's the, that's the whole thing. You've got to find something that, uh, that, you know, substitute things out. You can, you know, use your brain. You can figure out how do I do this without doing this? Or what can I do that's the equivalent of that? And that's, that's what I, but that's what I ought to do. I ought to figure out like an equivalent, the 12-step equivalent for everything like take the whole higher power god thing and reword it so that people doesn't don't who, people who don't believe in god can can be comfortable with it cuz that's kind of what people do anyway that's the thing is there's you know on there's on the surface you see all the 12 step stuff and then you get like a sponsor and if you hook up with a good sponsor who you know that you can relate to and you're an atheist and they're an atheist or something they'll tell you okay this is really what you're going to do they they customize the shit out of their the steps that, that and the assignments they have you do and th- keeping you accountable and stuff they all do this it's all like different it's it's you know everybody's different and they're like this worked for me this will work for you which isn't necessarily a good thing Because sometimes it doesn't because we're all different. So you can customize stuff, man. You can change things around. There's no rules. There's just life and death. So it's whatever keeps you sober and then allows you to, while being sober, then you can get, you know, whatever kind of treatment or therapy or, you know, life-building activities that you need to do to fix and work on that part of you that you're trying to escape from into drugs and alcohol. Why did you drink and do drugs in the first place? Well, that's then you work on that. So you do those exercises to stop, you know, to keep you sober. Now that you're sober, then you work on, on you know, working out the problems with your life, much like everybody else is trying to do. You get on an even playing field with everybody. You're like, all right, I'm fucked up just like you. What do you do? I go to therapy. Fuck. Maybe I should go to therapy. I don't know. But that's the thing. Don't. Yeah. Find a lame you're comfortable with. And don't make amends. Just pay people back. That's that's what I got for you this week. I appreciate it, you guys. I appreciate you uh, sticking around. You know, spending this time with me every week. And um, and we'll do is same time in seven days is that cool cool thanks man this is the uh this has been the yes i'm still sober podcast i'm john raven we'll see you next week later